The following message is being transmitted at the request of the Boundless Pod Trap Movie Review and the guys of the BPT. What you are about to hear contains spoilers to movies. If you don't want to hear these spoilers, please disengage your listening device at this time. If you can't handle those with a possible differing view on a movie, you may also want to disengage your listening device at this time. Stay tuned for a movie review that only the guys at the Boundless Pod Trap can give you. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. It's Thursday night. Do you know where your mother is? Yes. I think she works. She works a part-time job on Thursday evenings. Does she? She's in prison. Well, good deal. Welcome to the Boundless Potrap Movie Review. I am your host tonight, Lonnie. With me as always, create a character, Justin. And the man with the beard, Jeremy. It's getting pretty big. It is getting pretty bushy. I'm growing it out again. He is. He is. He's he's trying to get his job as Santa this year. Mm -hmm. Spread that that lovely joy he has to the world. I got to get one of the guys at the haunted house I work for when he dresses up in his zombie character and he's working the line. He likes to come up and chew on my beard. That's disgusting and unsanitary. Speaking of zombies. Yeah, it's definitely not this movie. (laughs) I'm going to read you guys some tags and I want you to try to pick what movie I'm describing with these tags. Are you ready? Subway train stabbed in the eye. Borrowing a cell phone to make a call. Plague. Pandemic. What movie am I talking about? Train to Busan. Train to Busan. How about you, Jeremy? He's going to say the Steven Seagal one. I was going to say Steel Magnolias. Steel Magnolias. Uh, Pretty close. No. I'm talking about the movie we're covering tonight. I'm talking about 2022's. The Sadness. Oh, so I thought Justin was going to mess up the sound effect. No, he do it that? was actually, that was on point. Speaking of which, it I was. put my phone on airplane. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It's an interesting it, movie. It would, you know, movie? I, God I, damn it. I usually, like I said last week when I was talking about this movie, I usually vet my movies. This one I did not. So none of us had any idea what we were going into when we watched this movie. And... When we get to our reviews, you'll kind of get our opinion on this movie. But some of the other meta scores and critics about this movie had a five point or six point five out of ten on IMDb, ninety one percent on Rotten Tomatoes, sixty eight percent on Metacritic. A pretty high ranked movie in regards to horror, but amazing movie directed by Rob Shabazz. Rob Shabazz. And Justin, I'm going to go ahead and let you take over on the stars of the movie because it is a Taiwan movie. I'm not calling them by their actor, actress name. I'm calling them by their character names. By their character Uh, names, yeah. Let's, I want to make a a little, you know, do what you can to not say Pam in this review here. Pam? Pam? So it's Jim and Cat. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) gotcha. (laughs) The name's Jim and Cat, yeah. So... Uh, Cat played by Regina Lay. There's Jim played by Barant Ju. That's not how you spell Ju. Yeah. <laughs> the the businessman played by Tzu Chang Wang. And there's like the doctor, I believe it was, who was Emerson Tsai. Uh, or no, no, Wei Hua Lan was Dr. Alan, Alan Wong. 
Yeah. There, there's more, but yeah. Yeah, that, that was a wide cast, but so many small, small parts in this movie. Lots of single-serving characters. Some of these people, this is like one of the only movies they've ever done. Like the old lady. I was like, wow. She really right. yeah, creeped me out. That's that was what, a real old lady? Yeah. Yeah. That's what's great about a lot of Shudder movies. And I got to say, Netflix, Shudder, they just do it right with their standalone movies, their platform movies and their shows. I think they just do it right. They just have a formula and they know how to do it. I think that to me, watching a horror movie. Hey, boy. He's getting it. Yeah. These guys <laughs> gave me a complex He's now, in how his, I say movie. We can take your training wheels right. off now. But uh, I like watching horror movies that don't have stop it now i can't every time i say (laughs) now that don't have known people in it that it's like their first time because it's more believable than for me to watch the movie whereas if you put a cast of people that everybody knows scream i don't like it i don't buy into it god john shut up which you notice he's not here tonight we'll touch a little bit on that later but speedy recovery to john yeah yeah, so why don't we go ahead and go around the horn here, say what we thought about the movie, give our ratings for it. Justin, we'll go ahead and start with you since this was a foreign movie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so we don't like to... Well, it's your wife's home country too, so... Uh, not even close. Oh. Well, kind of close, but closer than here. So, yeah. You know, I actually did really like this movie. I thought it was very fascinating because, like, the director, Rob Shabazz, like, he can get by with his Taiwanese, you know, like he, he's not fluent in it, but he directed a movie all in that language. So it's like, that's, I got to give you credit to that. But the colors, I freaking love the colors. They sort of popped, you know, yeah, I that but I, I was also listening to an interview with Rob Shabazz where he's talking about a lot of that goes to the editor, not necessarily like the organic matter that they yeah use for a lot of this, the crazy psycho. This is a very fast paced movie. This is, I would say one of the things that I've kind of saw about Jeremy's picks is usually like that fast pace or um, anxiety driven. You get a, a lot of that, especially towards the very beginning when you're learning the characters. I think some of them overstayed, but then some of them needed to go to the end to write it out. Yeah. I, the Jim character, I didn't really care for too much of him early on. He did, after a while, like kind of get more into it. He was more believable. The continuity as far as how the disease in this spreads was very confusing, but I also think that sort of adds to it. But overall, I think I have to give this movie a nine, nine stars. Nice. What are you thinking over there, big fella? Well, as Justin said, it was very fast-paced. It didn't get right, right into it, but it got into it soon enough. And I like that. I don't like slow burners. It was slow like builds. 11 minutes and it was already yeah. not right. probably not even. Yeah. It was very unique. Like Zombie movies are hard to do um, unique, make them their own thing. The fact that the zombies are the infected in this movie. God dang it. I think I, 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 however I say movie, I say it now because now I catch myself <laughs> every time. Spray uh, you with the spray bottle. Here. But they, no. um. I like how they function still. They can have conversations. Their brain still works. And they're not just like a a walking, <sighs> moaning thing that doesn't know what's going on or whatever. I like that. The train scene it, I think that was in my favorite. itself was insane. Yeah. I think they used probably like 300, it was a gal- blood scene. Yeah. 300 gallons of blood in that scene. 
And the effects in this movie were very realistic looking. They yeah, were done very well. They had to be, a lot of them had to be practical, I would think. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think 100%. I didn't know that I caught many CGI effects at all, but it gave a very uneasy feeling, especially at the beginning when he's on his balcony and he looks at the old lady just looking off into the distance, gave a very eerie vibe. All in all, I, I normally, I, I don't like movies where you have to read subtitles, but I always say if it's done correctly, then it should be able to tell the story without you even reading the subtitles, but the subtitles really weren't that distracting. So all in all, I am going to give this movie a BPT rating of eight. That's a Jeremy rating of eight. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> Jeremy, Jeremy rating of eight. <laughs> Yeah, so I went in this with a preconceived notion that I thought it was going to be zombies. And this was more familiar of the crazies than I thought it was Night of the Living Dead. Like, it was, it threw me off so much, but I liked it. I liked that concept. I, you know, like I do, I watch movies twice. I watch it once for the enjoyment and once for the podcast. And the first time I watched it, I was so floored. I threw it on while me and Mox were at home. And I think 20 minutes in, I, I had Mox in my arms. I was like, you shouldn't be watching this. This <laughs> is this is not good for you. And he's sitting there laughing, playing with his toys. And I'm like, no, this is depraved for you. But that's what I get for letting a two-year-old watch horror. But the second time I watched it, man, did I watch it. I I tried to diagnose everything and figure out everything and it just – it was better. I think the second time I watched it when I watched it with like someone who loves horror's eyes and trying to figure it out, like diagnose it, I think it got better. And that usually kills horror movies because you start to pick out flaws. Well, watching it that second time with the eyes of someone who is trying to diagnose it, it just got smarter and it got better I think personally. I think some of the characters were very simple. I think they were just tropes that they're just like, oh, we need to throw these in, throw these in. But the characters that they tried to develop were so multi-layered and so good. I didn't care much for, you know, the COVID subplot upon subplot that we're really going to drive this COVID thing in on you by putting sugar in the medicine kind of a thing. But I understand it's necessary, but cinematography was beautiful. Effects were beautiful. The minimalistic acting was beautiful. <sighs> yeah, I, I, my BPT rating, I'd give it an 8.5. So 8.5 it is. Which gives us a BPT <laughs> rating of 8.5. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. I think the, the businessman played by... Fantastic. I, it's so weird. That that was going to be my first topic. I think we all agree. Yeah. Well, I figured it would be yours because he show. reminds me a lot of you. He says movie? <laughs> <laughs> Possible. Tu Chang Wang. Uh, he reminds me of, what's his name? Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa, the guy who played Shane Sung. I just constantly, like when he's going down the hallway with like his eyes all big, it's like, I just... I just see your soul is mine. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was surprised at some of the language they got away with using, oh, yeah. especially him, like <laughs> using the C word. I'm not going to say what you it know, is. You know, honestly, but, in other countries, that's not that bad of a word. Because they probably don't get offended. Actually, it's they know it's con- art. It's uh, what, what C word? Well, you talking about cunt? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Like, I don't like saying it. Well, I mean, even in like New Zealand, like cunt scene is a yeah, term yeah, of endearment. A, yeah, you bloody cunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, like, don't, oh, this, I don't live there. This, so. this fucking cunt over here. Yeah. yeah. But like 
when we see it in the United States, it's used as such a derogatory term for such a beautiful thing. Well, and it definitely was used in a d- derogatory way. Yeah, in this movie. it was. It was directed by a Canadian. And let's let's talk about just a quick thing about Rob uh, Jabaz. This is his first actual movie. Like he yes. did a whole bunch of shorts, but most of those were animated. Like this was his first movie movie. And he's Canadian. And he's Canadian. So bit props to him. Wow. Yeah. To, to have a cast that's all yeah. Taiwanese. Is that well, the correct? He's been term? living in Taiwan for, for a while, for a long while. Well, and I don't even mean the language barrier or that. I just mean going from animation to an intense, like it's a, not easy. A horror film, a yeah, feature length horror it's film. It's not easy to do a film. It's not easy to do a full length film. It's especially not easy to go a hundred mile an hour gore fest where you got to keep continuity and get it in one take because if not, your 55 gallons of blood you just used in the train, you're now going to have to mop up and get <laughs> continuity perfect again. You get one take or it fucked. Like, that's a lot of pressure to put on somebody. For your first film, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Like, good on him. Quick sidebar. Sorry, we can go back to The Businessman. The Businessman. So, The Businessman pretty much starts his introduction on the train where he's sitting next to not Pam. So, Cat. Cat, cat, cat. Yes. Which, by the way... She I was you, she I, was adorable. I think she was. She is a beautiful. She is a good. He changed it up on us. She's a good lead in a movie movie like this. Move. God, no. <laughs> I that that interaction between them, like that's why I don't talk to people. Like even like that's the way my the OCD in my brain works. If I'm like, hey, do you know what time it is? That's the way my brain works. Is I'm gonna turn you in for sexual harassment. Oh, yeah. That's why I just don't talk. Well, I totally felt the businessman in this one trying to talk to a woman and stuff like that. I know. I'm like, this is Jeremy. He's crazy. (laughs) It's like, let it go. She doesn't No, Maybe not to that effect, but the the way that he was trying to psychoanalyze like the situation out loud, it just makes me come off even more creepy. Right. And how he said in like the actual podcast before, it's like women will find you creepy if they don't find you attractive enough for the most part. I mean, like that's kind of like a or know, sad two Creep- people can hit on you creepy but if one sad. of them is more yeah. attractive it's going to be more accepted if the other one is like ooh, get away you creep old man whatever but he if was I, nickel. I felt really bad for him uh, starting off because like he meant well he wasn't really overstepping and i believe when he was just trying to make a movement she thought he was going to touch her and i don't know if that was implied or if he was just like uh i forget exact line in taiwanese <laughs> but uh. it doesn't matter anyways but then after that, he just kind of like goes with himself and exasperates the situation even further. Right. And then right off the bat, right there, like some guy comes in. I believe he's wearing glasses at the time. Yeah, wearing sunglasses. Yeah, he pulls out this. You can see the tear trickle down his face. This sharp ass razor blade and starts just shanking people. From being a knife guy, that's a stiletto. That blade that comes up and retracts down. It's a stiletto, not a switchblade. Well, what would you do in that situation? You're trapped in a subway car. I would be getting stabbed. You, you, what are you, you talking about? You Which can't, <laughs> you can't get get out of that. Like if you're the other people around, am you, I the guy you, with the knife? You're or what's in, up? Cl- no, you're, <laughs> you're you on. Doing. You're witnessing this happening. This massacre happening. You're trapped. There's nowhere right. to go. It just shows how. <laughs> and this is a generalization, but how polite the Asian culture is. It took like seven stabbings before someone screamed. They were all being polite. They're like, oh, we don't want to bother the rest of the people on the train. We'll I don't just- know if they have that social credit thing like where you have to maintain your 
your appearances in public. Otherwise, you get docked or something for yeah. Yeah, how it is in China or but, Korea or whatever. But a big thing in that scene we're talking about is the the guy focused on his glasses and you see the tear roll down his face. Kind of a big highlight for later in the movie when we start figuring out more about the Alvin virus and what's causing this. But yeah, that that scene kind of prepared you. I mean, we got a little bit of gore earlier with the old lady in the ramen shop. What was the virus called? The Alvin. <laughs> the Alvin. <laughs> the Alvin virus. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But uh, <laughs> we, uh, it was that was the first scene where you were in like, oh shit, this is this is gonna be this kind of movie. All right, got it. Yeah, it, I think that scene, the whole train scene was probably my favorite, and it had a pretty good closer too. So yeah, closer yeah. was great. I think a good like Jeremy mentioned Train to Busan earlier, or Justin, you, Justin mentioned Train to Busan. Sorry, that's another movie like this where it's you don't get a second to breathe. Like you get a little bit of character evaluation, and then it's like you're in it. This movie was kind of like that too. Like you meet Cat, you meet what's his bucket, Jim. Jim, no, not Jim. Is his name Jim? The, the main Warren. character? Yeah. Name? Yeah, Jim. Yeah. Jim, sorry. We're making too many fucking office jokes. Jim Helpert. <laughs> um, you meet Jim, you meet a little bit of the neighbor, and you figure out like a little bit about the virus, and then boom, you're in it. You really can't like anybody yet. Yeah, it touches some really hard... Dicks? That too. It's like there is... It, it's sexual perversion, like, to the highest level. Oh, the, the depravity in it yeah. is off the charts. It's like I did really like the basis of what the virus is. Like it pretty much stands to attack the aggressors in your brain centers, which is very similar. I guess the construction, how they explain it in the movie is it's pretty similar to like your sexual areas mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. So it's kind of activating that the desires that you have. Right. So if you find something that's entirely fucked up, like your morality to that subject goes back. But this virus kind of gets in there and like pulls that file and activates it. It's like. This is good. And that's pretty much why they cry is because that guilt sets into. Yeah. Like the rest of their senses are there. They see yeah. themselves doing it. They just can't control it. So it's the it's the next pure emotion that's going to be portrayed as sadness. And it's talked about, but it's not really. Yeah. It's like all behind the link. eyes is where like their eyes kind of their pupils dilate and stuff like they can see what's going on. They know the actions that they are taking, but they cannot stop themselves. So and even like their their voice or or their what they're what they're saying to each other, mm -hmm. like you know I'm gonna fuck your eye socket and however, yeah, which happens in this movie. It does, yeah, total total Serbian film ripoff. But hey, well there was I, no newborn porn. So there was no newborn porn. There was newborn so, murder. Yeah, but, although that newborn baby, like when it opened the bag and terrifying. you see, yeah, I know. I'm like yeah. that's one of the scariest parts in this whole thing. <laughs> Like, in, from having a kid, and Justin, you can verify to this, kids do some terrifying things. Moxley never scared me as that bad as that baby did. Oh, I think any baby in a linen bag no, with a lid just, on it would scare you. Popped you popped it up and that baby's like, eyes were fucking burning Dilated, looking at you, smiling, almost, well, no teeth. It's <laughs> like, jeez. I think that, that chick who got her eye penetrated. Yeah. Uh, what was it, Molly? Yes. See, I, did I can not... remember fucking Molly, but I can't remember the main actor. <laughs> well, who does? Jim? Yeah, no, uh, <laughs> that, when it comes to certain movies, when people get injuries, especially with your eye, if I get an eyelash in my in my eye, I am freaking nursing that whole I'm thing. Done like, for I'm like, the oh, day. Jeez. Yeah, fuck like that. my hand is right there. 
she got stabbed in the eye and like her hand barely ever came to her eye. I'm like, no, you're going to be freaking putting pressure on that. You're going to be holding it. It reminded me of Hostel when the girl oh. gets her eye like kind of yeah. burned out and stuff and cut the eyeball cut. Yeah. No, I have sensitive eyes and that I would be done. I, I would just say, just, just leave me to die because there's no way that I'm going to be doing anything with one of my eyes on the end of a fucking umbrella. Now, the thing with your eye, though, the globe of your eye, like the eye itself has no feeling like you could pop your eyeball and you other than not being able to see you wouldn't notice it. It's the nerves in your eye that are super sensitive. Oh, yeah. Let's try it. <laughs> Justin. So oh. she could logically like in magical Christmas land, if that thing was sharp enough and just popped her eyeball and it looked super gross, which that's not what it would look like. But if it popped and was just super gross, one out of. One billion six hundred and eighty-seven thousand some odd chance, it could be fine, and she could just not feel it. She could just be freaking the fuck out. She can't see anymore. Well, my question is, how did the guy's dick fit in her eye socket? Taiwanese. <laughs> hey, you can't say that. Somebody said it. <laughs> well, let's let's talk about the the basketball court scene. That was oh. really fucked up. That one did kind of the, the twist at the end of that yeah. scene was uh, didn't like, see oh, that yeah. one. Coming. There was your there was your kung fu fighting for the movie though. I will, will. I will say the, the there's a lot of jump kicking here and there. So. <laughs> the, the guys that they had playing like the bullies in that scene, they had some unique, interesting looks to them. It, they really fit that creepy vibe right. that they were uh, infected. Just the smiles on their face and the facial structure of the one, especially the bald like, one. <laughs> Mm, yeah, him, and then I think there his, was... his face was it had almost like he looked like a shark. Yeah, yeah. like his yeah. mouth seemed too wide, exactly. and his face seemed angular, even though it was very round. It was just yeah, intense. So that threw me off because going all the way up into this scene where he's Jim is finally leaving his local neighborhood area. He arrives at the basketball court where people were bullying this older guy, but. All the way up until that, this guy up. the people who were infected, <laughs> I mean, they were much like how zombie movies are. They notice or hear something and then they're going towards it. But when we got to this scene here, the three bullies, was it three? There was four. No, there was three. Yeah, there's, anyways. There was four. Well, yeah, they, they saw Jim and Jim went to go try to help the other guy, but... The four people left. I'm like, this is this is weird. This is a, this is different. They're not like just attacking him. There's four of you guys and one of him. But yeah, they came back. They did. They did. I didn't expect them to. I thought they were going to just activate on their desires to just something kill. else. Yeah. Well, the fact that that twist at the end of that scene that the guy that they were blowing up. So they were beating what, the shit out what, of this guy. What did he say? He's just like, I was so I, close. I didn't come. come. Yeah. yeah. I didn't come. I was so close. And they just like. They were pretty much stomping this guy in the face, beating him while he's on the ground. And then they wrapped some barbed wire around like a telephone pole. Well, it's because they knocked him out. They were trying yeah. to wake him back up. And then they picked him up, spread eagle him, and then rammed him against the pole, just racking him. Into the barbed wire yeah. of the pole. And then Jim came over. Disbanded the guys, cut the guy's hands free, and then the guy looked at Jim and he's like, you know, yeah, I was about to blow my load. Calm. Yeah. yeah. So if you were to pause that scene right before the guy turned over and talked to Jim and you had a multiple choice answer of what's happening next, the last thing on my list would have been him rolling over saying, I was just about to come or whatever. Like that was so unexpected. 
But yeah. Uh, where were we? What were we talking? About? The guy got wrecked. No, I wouldn't yeah. have guessed that that would have been on a multiple choice unless you put it on a multiple choice. I'm like, well, it's got to be that one. This movie's already fucked up enough. So yeah. There's a few effects that didn't do it for me. So one of them being the grenade and the other one being the fire extinguisher pummel. So the grenade part where. Yeah, that would have blew up most of the yeah. people in that room. It was just a very contained. I'm like, that's a light ass grenade. I mean, I've seen grenades explode in front of. Well, I guess I've seen the damage of what happens or the dust up and all that. And if it's in a tight spot indoors like that, like there would have been a lot more shrapnel ish. Like yeah. Yeah. compression would have done some damage. It only took off the dude's head. Yeah, which like, was very scanners. I did enjoy it. it was, I thought it was a nice effect. It, yeah. it was yeah. seamless. Right. You, you couldn't tell where they cut the real actor to the effect. Yeah. yeah. And the it's other population, Mero. What? It's overpopulation, bro. What are you talking Why about? Why do you think that guy's IMDb quit? <laughs> what? I'm lost. What now? <laughs> Say that again. Well, you listen to the episode. You'll get it. Okay. okay. He actually got bloated up. Oh. Yeah. So he's no longer <laughs> shut, with us. Shut the fuck up. Sometimes you got to do it for real. Uh, That's how they do it across these. Well, it, the, they take, could have. It looked One good. take. It looked good. We've seen Thai movies. So you said the other one was the fire extinguisher? The fire extinguisher. So, and I, I mean, I, I hate when they try to do this with in fire extinguisher scenes, usually when they spray somebody. <laughs> like, she might have overacted part of that where she's just like, looking him head down, like spraying him. I'm like, it's a fire extinguisher. He's just going to come right through it, which he tried. But then she ended up dominating, you know, getting the better position and just started pummeling him. So when they switch out a dummy from a real person where you can see like the made in Taiwan, <laughs> <laughs> you see the the change. Happen. Well, yeah, the, the head of the character it's reacting as though it's rubber or so. Right. So it's like, Oh, it's just kind of like going back, like, Speaking of, uh, yeah, so that fire extinguisher scene. She not. mounted him. She did mount him. I think he gave up on purpose he to get his load. <laughs> that part was probably my favorite line of the entire movie where he's like, you know, you're just like me, violent and depraved. Yeah. It's like to prove, was it his point? Her reaction was to bash his face in, and then it like looked gruesome, but the rubber prop kind of took me out of it. So it's like he's trying to call her on her shit, and she's trying to prove him wrong. But it's like, no, look, well, look like at you! You're literally you're doing it. You're doing it right did now. The same thing. Yeah. yeah, I think the whole ending sequence, as much as people will, and I've read quite a few of the reviews. And a lot of people shit on the ending. I loved the ending sequence. I did. I thought the ending sequence was fan-fucking-tastic. And I didn't really appreciate it when I first watched it. Like when I watched it as just watching a movie. But when I watched it with a set of eyes who was trying to diagnose it, fuck, it was fantastic. I thought it was kind of fucked up. But I I mean like this whole movie is fucked up. So right. it's like in the ending, she – her and – Jim reunite, but Jim has already turned at this point. Yeah. And she is pretty He's much had a long journey. Yeah. She's pretty much the cure. Like the doctor infected her and there's been no change to her. So like her, she is attuned to it, uh, immune to it. And then they're waiting for like a, a helicopter that's on the roof, but like they have a communication where it's kind of more heartfelt and she starts to cry. And I think it needed her to cry because when she gets to the roof, and the helicopters pretty much shoot her down. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, the helicopters exp – you don't ever see this. It's all implied. You just hear right. the gunshots. All and you then you – Yeah, all you see is Jim's bloody smile 
as it fades out. As he's bleeding out from getting like a little axe hook from the neck. Well, and it's it's a whole movie you don't realize that you're living. Because at the very beginning of the movie, she's all excited about this vacation that he can't go on because he has to work. And even very beginning of the movie, there's a rift between them. Right. And he it, tells her to just go to the roof. <laughs> right. Yeah. So – you you expect this big heartfelt ending to be at the end when they finally get together he's infected she's not but yet he still he spent this whole entire movie getting to her to finally get to her but yet he still is confessing his love to her and how he worked so hard to get to her and He's like, I'm here because I I love you and I'm only love you. And then in the same sense, he's like, so I can cut your tits off and skin you alive. But he's doing it in this this most heartfelt, romantic way just to prove that he gives two shits about her. It's fan-fucking-tastic. Well, it's probably the worst thing that he can – say to her so he can't right. even help himself to say it so. right and he's and you can just see the soul breaking like horror movies that end where the villain wins they hit so much harder because they happen so infrequently yeah. and I, I thought that was a beautiful wraparound too which i mean we just sort of mentioned he couldn't go on to the vacation because he had to do some filming with uh, one of his buddies he promised and then he's like why don't you just go to the roof you know and get some sun on the roof and mm-hmm. At the very end, she goes to the roof and she gets the gun on the roof. (laughs) But I mean, it's not a zombie film, but it also kind of reminds me of like, you know, the happening. Yeah. The crazies. And the crazies. Yes. And it's like. Cooties. uh, Mom and dad. Just movies where there's that infected agent that's not atypical. It's like, do you learn to like certain characters and then. Once they turn, they're, I liked the opportunity to be two different characters for a lot of these actors. Yeah. So it's like, wow, okay, I didn't <laughs> – that's really good, especially like the Molly character. Oh, that was such like a I, good change. She was a good one. The – well, even the the businessman. I mean he was a creepy mother, for, you know, yeah. the whole – throughout. The, th- the neighbor was a pretty good one too for the short amount he was in it. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, cut you off. And then he cut – well, he cut him off. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe neither of you have mentioned – the scene with the Taiwan version of Patton Oswalt when he the comes out from guard. under the gurney and uh, walks in on the orgy of oh, the yeah. infected. And it reminded me so much of Justin because of the girls. Like, that's definitely, I could see some people getting off on that scene. Uh, I did. Ah, I blew my load. Explains <laughs> a lot. But yes, uh, that's the first thing I thought when I saw that guy too. I'm like, it's like the... Asian or whatever version of Patton Oswalt. I had such a hatred for that man. I don't know why. Like, I wanted Molly to live so bad. She's such the underdog. I wanted her to be like the heroine of the whole thing. Like, fuck cat. I want Molly to live. So when they're running from the underground to try to get out, he's shutting the door. I'm like, you cocksucker. <laughs> and then she punches him in the nose and got some redemption. But when they were in the hospital and they're wheeling Molly out and he goes, what about me? And she checks his nose and goes, it's not broken. You're fine. I've popped so hard. I was like, fuck <laughs> you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like the people, they change at different rates. So like at the beginning where the old lady comes in and fucks up the little local restaurant area, some of the people are changing rapidly but it also kind of goes back to where the doctor is explaining how he injected the babies and one of them pretty much lasted longer than the rest you know or held out longer yeah. until he changed so it's like it wasn't i mean like you can do so much with that but if you were to change 
rapidly like everybody else, then uh, yeah, that's pretty much like the majority. There is the general rule or your, what do you call it? Your bell curve. But yeah, that was one of the things that kind of threw me off, but it also held me long yeah. as well. Well, it's one of those held things. Held you like, long time? Yeah. It held you long because you're like, fuck, what is it? Why can't I figure it out? I know that was a good orgy scene. That also didn't make sense with the last part where he was talking about how like they don't attack their own because they know. And it's like, well, why are they attacking her if she's pretty much immune to it? I mean, like she is not necessarily a carrier, but like uh, if they know that they can't change her, I mean, they can easily kill her. But yeah. I don't know. Maybe she still is portraying goodness somehow or. And how he. The, it was the a bullshit throwaway businessman, <laughs> How the businessman took a little you know shot to the head and died. But it's like. The old lady fell off like what a thirty story roof and got on her feet and <laughs> right. I will say the one effect I did not like was when Jim, after he got his fingers cut off, oh. you could easily see the outline of his fingers in the wrap. Oh, yeah. I, the, yeah, the other most obvious CG that I didn't like was when he unwrapped it when he was on the motorcycle and he was doing this, and you could just clearly see that they CG'd his fingers <laughs> off. It's like, wow, that's fucking garbage. What scene would you say that like really fucked you up? What's what's something that really kind of curled you? It's like, oh, no. Probably the barbed wire running the guy's nuts into it. No, I didn't say something that you really liked. I mean, something. Ah, I, I, <laughs> Get out of here. You're, fu you're fired. <laughs> no, that made me cringe. The scene that kind of like fucked me up was where one of the sadness peoples, the virus infected, was like just biting on the guy's Achilles tendon and just ripped it out. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, my damn. I'm done. <laughs> well, the, even the part where they're repeatedly stabbing the guy on the train, on the train yeah. that's like, God, fuck. That's got to hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah, some of the, the realism that came in those stabbings where he's just like stabbing, stabbing, and there's not like the exhalation of blood that are in most horror movies where it's just stab, 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 and there's nothing there. So, you know, it's like, oh, fuck, like the blood hasn't got there yet, where it's just like six quick ones. Well, I believe, I believe from what I remember, like when one of the chicks gets stabbed, she's wearing a white shirt. And she gets stabbed on the oh, train see and it, it doesn't oh. bleed right away, which is yeah. like true. It probably wouldn't bleed right away. And then oh, all of a sudden yeah. she looks down and, and then it starts it to spread through. Oh, it's like, so good. Ah. Like the, so I like when good. they do the realism like that uh, in it. The, the, Instead the, of like the Quentin Tarantino, like yeah. quick spray, <laughs> yeah. like on the train, the <laughs> fucking geyser. Mine was, I think, in the, the ramen with the hot water oh, yeah. and yeah. the bubbling skin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I don't do good with skin burns, bro. <laughs> Obviously not. Uh, I, I like I said earlier, the special effects in this movie were fantastic. Yeah, like they they did a great job. It looked real. Even the far fetched things seemed real. Yeah. But it's like the easiest gag that they could have done with his fingers getting cut Just off. Fucking like, cut them off. Like I, I, I it's not union. <laughs> I don't know why. Like it took him for pretty much the entire movie to change. I'm like, you've, everybody else gets bitten. Like he, his day was pretty shit. Yeah. yeah. And then somebody's vomiting inside somebody's open foot. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck oh, off yeah. that guy. Wow. That, that scene, that, that's another one I kind of got when he gets a, the Just his straight clean, foot yeah. chopped off or like the front part of his toes and stuff. And it's like, I can't even imagine like trying to walk with that and the amount of blood you would be losing. Right. Yeah. Hard and, pass. And the, guys, yeah, the vomiting in the foot was a nice touch. No, it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys see the cartoon in there? 
Yeah, yeah, that was pretty crazy. The Nazi wolf one where like oh, it's yeah. actually fucking the pigs or the sheep, you know? Like it there's one of them where the, the wolf stacks three of the sheep and he's actually fucking them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, this is a cartoon? Okay. <laughs> I think that's part of his descent into madness though. But it was like the public safety with a Nazi cartoon, like that's what they have on readied up. So when they need to announce something, it's like, yep. Let's lock it in. <laughs> well, I mean, he just seen like four versions of it. So why can't it just be a perversion of the brain? I literally think that was the first sign of his descent and the madness was that. You're seeing it more of like a... A premonition. Gotcha. Like the... Like how he sees the mannequin. Like when he sees the mannequin head in the water and it's talking and fucking oh, yeah, okay. with his head. I just see that as a... Like that's the start. That's we only his saw first it fucked up moment. From his point of view when it came to stuff like that too. Yeah. I guess that can... That makes a little... That's a kind of interesting way to yeah, spend things. Yeah, like that's his – because he's already experienced the worst part of his day with having to tell the girlfriend that he's not going to be there. So his descent has already started. Like his day's fucked. Like that's the first part of his movie. His day's fucked. Her day's starting to become fucked, but she has a little bit more morale and she's the antibody. So his day's already fucked. So his descent's already started. I just figured that was his first oh, his uh-oh moment. Cool. I, can't, I, I, I don't have anything to add to that. <laughs> right on. Well, we want to move this into what we would change then. Sure. Other than the certain props like the grenade and the head bashing, there really isn't much I can change with this. I mean, like, it is a solid movie. It is well, like, it's polished. There's certain things that you wish you knew ahead of time, but I think delaying it is you get a better payoff. It'll blow your load. <laughs> I would have. I would recast the guy that played Jim. I think that he was only cast because of his looks. You could tell he's probably got his start in modeling, and they just figured, oh, we're going to make you act. I, I think he could have been a little bit more. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it was just the character in the day he was having and stuff like that and whatnot, but I think he was kind of dull towards the middle of the movie, except for that last scene. When they have the cage between them and he's talking, but I would have probably found somebody else to play the part of Jim. Other than that, that's really, and the fact of the, the, they could have done better with the fingers being chopped off. Yeah. I, the only thing I would say is maybe I get it, but maybe tone out the little bit of subtle jabs about COVID. And that's probably just could we're Americans. And I think they probably just thought that they were going to be trendsetters and making a movie that's making fun of well i know they're not but i think in jacob's mind or whatever that yeah, that probably. was probably we're going to be pioneers and making fun of covid and how people acted with it right but, yeah yeah i know but, he didn't want to touch too much on like the whole covid like parallels because i want to say it was back in like 2012 or so is when he started to write something or this but then he put it on the back burner and and what we got bigger things to worry about now. We got monkeypox. We got fucking polio. We've got all the old school things coming back. We'll have a black plague here sooner and later. We could get this. The Alvin disease. <laughs> Alvin. That, oh, that's not him that yells it like that. I guess it is. Do do John. the okay like he does in that Christmas. Okay. <laughs> I can't hear myself. I don't know why it's Christmas. Probably for the best. Huh. Do it again. Well, all right. Before we get out of hand, we put a pause on the excitement. Justin, the ball's in your court. What are we watching next time? Oh, you know, fuck. I 
I told Jeremy what I wanted to watch, but since it's getting closer to Halloween. Steel Magnolias? Ooh, okay. It is not Steel Magnolias. I'm going to save the one that I told you, but. And I'm going to say, ha ha, we're watching Hidden Dragon Fighting Ninja Fish Star. Very close. <laughs> fish Star. <laughs> That's it. Tuna Fish Fight Man. I've seen it. I've seen it several times. Hidden Dragon. Justin's belching garlic over there. Hidden Ninja. Twice or Fish Dragon. Peas. So recently there's been a release, what, just last week or so upon recording this episode. There was a release of one of my favorite franchises of... Hidden Fighting Ninja Dragon? <laughs> nope. Star. 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 No. Star. You're close, but it's that's not it. That's not it. So I was thinking we can review... Listen up, John, since you're not here. 2022's... Prey. Oh, fuck. Why didn't we think of the fucking Predator franchise? Hell yeah. It was really good. Where is it at? Where can it you is, watch it for you can free? Find it on Hulu. Yeah. For if, free? If you do like a 30-day subscription. What Otherwise, I, I will have to send you a link. Come over. Off. What if I'm not, <laughs> a, what if I'm not a fan of Predator? You know, everyone I've heard who's watched it, though, says it's fucking fantastic. It, it is. I've not heard one bad word about it yet. Some people say it's even better than the original. And I'm not. Hold on. I'm not one to say that. But get to the chopper. Have you it's seen in it fucking yet? Predator? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. I wasn't gonna go out of my way to watch it. Oh boy. I was wanting to hold off, but the other day the missus, uh, who's not Thai, was rushing. Like, yeah, let's 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 go watch it. She's like, Do you want to watch the Predator? She doesn't talk like that. <laughs> Do you want to watch the Predator? So now I gotta watch two movies because I'm gonna have to watch the first Predator. No, if you're you gonna to. if you wanna go with that, you have to watch like eleven movies. Because you you're can, gonna have to watch oh, Predator right. one and two, and then you're gonna have to go watch something Gary Busey's made recently. Although, I will get more into it. The second one does have a very big callback to this one. So, fuck. The yeah. second has a callback. the 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 Predator made in 1992 has a callback to the Predator made in 2022. Yes. yes. I mean, like if you stack the timelines, there is a oh, because this uh, fuck you. Okay. Yes. There is there is an item, uh, a relic, if you will, that is in both. So, Oh, I know who it is. <laughs> Danny Glover. Nope. <laughs> it's Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Ho! <laughs> uh, I did not get that one. <laughs> you want to throw those in? <laughs> All right. That'll be fun. The evil eye. Once it's edited together. <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah. Pray. Sounds like fun. Does it? <laughs> no, I, with the shit we've had to watch, I think praise. I just, what was, are you talking about? I just never got into the Predator Darkly News. Darkly New was awesome. It was so much better than if you're Forgotten. That, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't argue that. Yeah, you're right. So go back through our catalog and check out the movie reviews. Do not watch Begotten. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. I'll yeah. Save yourself the trouble and just watch stare Neon at, Maniacs stare twice. At your shit <laughs> as you flush it down the toilet. Ew. That was like a year ago That's that we did fancy. Neon Maniacs already. I know. Yeah. Wow. We need to watch more movies. <laughs> or in my case, movies. 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 Hentai movies. You want to see us out there? No. Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. This concludes our broadcast day. Click.